Hello, this is Reverend Erichim. I'm glad to come to you through this medium. As you listen to the word of God today, I pray that you will be impacted, your life will be transformed, and you experience God. Kingdom blessings. Lord, from Genesis chapter 3, your plan that the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent had been fulfilled in our day and time. And though this happened 2,000 years ago, it's so relevant to us today. We ask the Lord, you will speak to us. We ask for the spirit of conviction of sin and judgment in this building. We ask that the Holy Spirit to bring his word to us in clarity. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm speaking on the power of the gospel part two. I spoke last uh, Sunday on the power of the gospel part two, part one, and Today, part two, Romans chapter one, verse 16. Romans chapter one, verse 16. Paul writing, say that, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. For the Jew first and also to the Greek. So Paul was saying that he's not ashamed of the gospel. Paul was talking about the gospel of Christ. And he says that is the power of God unto salvation is the power of God to anyone who believes first to the Jew and also to the Greek because then the Jews were the first people to receive the gospel then the Greeks came in but first to the Jew and also to the Ghanaian and the African for that matter and the global community hallelujah today we are celebrating the death and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ globally and uh, it's a very pivotal aspect of our Christian faith. Is it not amazing that people in the world say that Jesus Christ was not the son of God? But yet, even our calendar has been factioned according to the time he came before he came and after he, he left. That's how we have the BC and the AD. So, technically, we are in AD 2022 since Christ died. If they say Christ was not God, Christ is not the son of God. How come that the global world had to put even dates in connection with that? So, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ was not only an event, but it was a grand plan of God who loved his people and created his people in his image to reconcile with him. So, God deliberately sent his son that you and I will receive redemption. And we must make sure that the sacrifice of Christ is not in vain. I want you to know that there, even the 80s believe there's, a, there's somebody who rules the world. And God in his plan made provision for you and I that we shall come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. There's a story in the scriptures that gives us an understanding of the second birth. So let's go to John chapter 3. It is said that if you are born twice, born physically and born of the spirit, you shall live forever. 
But if you are born once and you don't have the second birth, you will live in internal damnation. Praise the name of the Lord. So, this great man came to Jesus. John chapter 3 verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, the ruler of the Jews. And this man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, you know, we know that you are a teacher from God. For no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answered and said to most assured, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into this mother's womb and be born? And Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of flesh is flesh. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. Do not marvel what I say to you. You must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes. And hear the sound. You hear the sound of it. But you can't tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ had an encounter with this Pharisee. Now, the Pharisees was, were, members of, were members of a Jewish church between the inter, intertestamental period. And uh, they are very strict observance of rites, ceremonies, and the written war, law that, as a matter of fact, they are more concerned about the oral traditions of the law. This is what Moses said. This is what the, bio, the, the Levitical order says. So these Pharisees were very educated and they observed it by what they have heard. But one of the things I, I am very glad for is that the Bible says here that he was a ruler of the Jews. So normally those sects, they have leaders. These are very astute people who have studied the oral tradition of the Jewish law, that they maintain it. And the Bible says that he comes to Jesus by night because here he is, knows the, uh, more or less the oral tradition of the scriptures, the laws of Moses, observes all of them, fast several days in a week, give alms and all that. Then he comes to Jesus and like, one of the things I like is that he comes to him by night because these are people who don't want anybody to see that they are going down there. And I like what Jesus said. The Bible says I came to him and says that Rabbi, I can see something about you and what I see about you is that number one, you are a teacher that comes from God. And the thing that is happening around you is not happening because if God is not with you. So the man could identify that there was something unique about Jesus Christ. But Jesus knowing who he was, quickly, can you put a text there for me please? Quickly, Jesus knowing who he was, quickly begins to speak to him directly about what the man needed. It says that 
And Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again. So this man knew the law, he knew the Bible, he knew everything, but what will give him access to what will give him internal life is that he must be born again. Then the man came and said, how can an adult man who has been born go back into his mother? And I like that because he was honest with himself. Knowledge was in his head. But spiritually he was dead. Our world today is full of knowledge. At a typing of anything, you can get information. But the reality is that Jesus Christ was now quickly inched because Jesus knew the mind of people. Was introducing him to the key that will give him what it is. And Jesus said, unless you are born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom. The kingdom of God here is talking about internal life. internal life and it's very key then jesus said that whatever is born of the flesh is flesh. whatever born is born of the spirit is spirit do not matter what i said to you but be born again because when it comes to the spirit the spirit is like the wind you don't know where it's coming from but you can feel it and the fact is that our life is more than physical life our life is a spiritual life. Praise the name of the Lord. So, Jesus Christ began to speak to him about how to be born again. And the very key thing is that it, we must understand that Jesus wanted the man to understand that what you are looking for is in what I'm telling you. You can only do the works of God when you are born again. You can only fulfill destiny internally when you are born again. And we must all understand that we've all fallen from the glory of God. Romans chapter 3 verse 23. So the man comes to Jesus and Jesus was telling him one simple thing. But we must see that Romans chapter 3 verse 23 says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through redemption, that is in Jesus Christ, whom God has set forth to be the perpetration through faith in his blood and to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. So, one of the things that is very clear here is that Jesus said that you must be born again, but how do you come to that point. It says that for all have sinned. For all have sinned. So righteousness is not based on the works you do. Righteousness is not based on the church you go. Righteousness is not based on the tribe you come from. Righteousness does not, is not based on your pedigree. But righteousness is based and is imputed to us from Christ. Hallelujah. So, and we must all understand that we all have sin. We all have. So, Jesus Christ was telling the, the guy that, look, unless you are born again, unless you turn over, unless you turn to God, 
you will not see the kingdom. And Paul writing says that for all have sinned and fall short of the glory. Because Jesus was manifesting the glory of God. The guy was a Pharisee, but he couldn't manifest the result. How can this things happen around you if God is not with you? And the Bible says that being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that we have in Jesus Christ. So our redemption is in Jesus Christ. All of us have sinned. No man can stand before God. And this morning, somebody asked that, how do I get born again? And that was what Nicodemus asked. How can a man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Praise the name of the Lord. We can only be born again. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. When we confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. Romans chapter 10 verse 9. Let's all read up to verse 10. Alright, let's go. That if you confess with your mouth that Jesus that the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Let's go to the next verse. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness. With the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let's go to the the first verse again. Verse 8, right? Verse 9. Say that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, there are things that we confess with our mouth, but we don't believe in our heart. That if you confess with your mouth that Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Let me say something to you. We in this world today, I was watching a documentary. And sometimes it's good to watch documentaries on these Christian things because they were deep research done. The grave of Christ is empty. A sample of the cross of Christ was experimentally and laboratorily tested. And they formed a DNA, but they only found one side of the DNA. They couldn't find the other side of the DNA. Because you are a mixture of both your father and mother. But in this one, they could only find Mary's DNA. That was an evidence of his virgin birth, period. There's a documentary I watched. So, it says that if you believe, the text is very important to me, Lydia. It's very important to me. If you be, so you only don't confess with your mouth, but you believe in your heart. Many of us know that Jesus is Lord, but have you confessed him with your mouth and believe in your heart? Or you believe small God and small juju? As for me, I believe God, but I must do my own things too. No. And the Bible says, oh, please, I want the text, lad. please, please, please. That God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved, because we have 
all um, the supposedly masters globally, their graves are still there. And the angel rolled away the stone, not to let Jesus resurrect, but to prove to us that the tomb is empty. And to, today, I've not been to Israel yet. Some of you may have gone there, but you have gone there and seen the place empty. His body was not stolen. That's how come what happened, if I wanted to go deeper, was that because they found out that the, he had resurrected, they thought that the body was stolen, so they gave money to the soldiers to, to propagate that his disciples took his body. We don't need those ones here. It takes a lot of money to preach the gospel. Verse 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness with the confession. So, you don't only have to believe, but you must also confess it. Hallelujah. So, if you are going to be born again, number one is that you must believe in your heart that God raised him from the, the dead. And with the heart, believe unto righteousness, the mouth confession is made. For he said that, for there is no distinction between the Jews and the Greek, for the same Lord who is rich to all who call upon him. And verse 13, whosoever call on the name of the Lord, shall be saved. Whosoever. And sometimes when we look at our life, our past, the things that we've gone through, you think that you have so, you have made so much mistake that God cannot forgive you. God will always forgive you. You ain't listening to me this morning. Because we have an example. First Timothy chapter 1 verse 1 verse 12 to 15. The great apostle 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12 to 15. And I thank God, I thank Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has enabled me because he has counted me faithful, putting me into ministry. So now, Paul was saying that I had a past, but I thank God. Then verse 30, he said that, although I was formerly a blasphemer, I was a blasphemer. Oh, God does not exist. God is not that. And we are people like that. So I don't know which category he belonged to. I was a prosecutor against the church. Paul is saying that I did things against the church. I was an insolent man, very angry, very volatile against the things of God. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. The next verse. And the grace of our Lord was extended abundantly with faith and love, which is in Jesus Christ. Let's go to the next verse. This is a faithful saying worthy of all acceptance. That I've come to the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Have you killed people before? No. Have you persecuted the church? Paul is saying that I am the chief. So, no matter the sins you have committed, no matter the mistakes you have done, the matter the things that you've gone through, Paul says that I'm a vivid example that this same God who is rich in mercy, no matter the past, so somebody at the sound of my voice, it does not matter your past, it does not matter the challenges, it does not matter the things you have done, 
God is still rich in mercy this morning. God is still rich in mercy. Don't let your past, don't let the mistakes of your past, don't let, and you are sitting at the sound of my voice today, and you think that God cannot forgive you. God is ready today to accept you if you shall confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart and confess with that Jesus is Lord. Paul says, I'm the chief. And I want you to know that no matter how dark your past is, your future is bright. Paul! All of us have a dark past. And this morning, my simple message to you is that you must be born again. Don't postpone it. It's not about going to church. It's not about coming to open heaven. It's not about going to that church. But it is believing in your heart and confessing with your mouth. Let's rise upon our feet and lift up our hands towards the master. You want to bring your life before Christ this morning. I want you to pray. I want every head bowed. But I want you to talk to God. You must be born again. Maybe you've been going to church. You've been born into a Christian. All of us were born as Christians. But there was a day that we took a decision for Christ. when we understood that we all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the only way to come to him is to accept him as our Lord and personal Savior. And this morning, whether online, whether in person, you are here and say, Pastor, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to be I want to receive Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. Wherever you are, I want you to raise up your hands wherever you are. Say, Pastor, today on this Easter Sunday, I want to make a decision for Christ. Raise up your right hand wherever you are. Don't feel shy. Raise up your right hand wherever you are. Thank you. I see some hands up. Thank you. Lift it up high. Don't feel shy. Don't feel shy at all. Don't feel shy. Raise it. Yes, raise it. Maybe you are here and you say, Pastor, I want to rededicate my life to Christ. I want to give my life back to Christ. I want to serve him for the rest of my life. Raise your hands. All of you have raised your hands. I want you to pick up your bag and pick up whatever you brought to church and I want you to move forward to the altar here. I want to lead you in prayer. Don't feel shy. Don't feel shy. Don't feel anything. Come forward. Come. Help them help them. Let's support them. Come. 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 Don't sit down. You are here. It's a pastor on Easter Sunday. I want to make a decision. A decision for Christ. Wherever you are, 
wherever you are, wherever you are, you are here say, Pastor, I was once committed to God, but some way, somehow, I've lost it. Come forward. Want, you want to rededicate your life to Christ. Don't be a spectator. It's about life. Years ago, I did this, and God has taken me very far. Don't wait for anybody. Don't wait for anybody. Don't wait for anybody. You want to come from wherever you are and say, Lord, I want you in my heart. Praise the name of the Lord. I want you to bow your head and just pray and ask the Lord to ask you to ask for forgiveness of your sins. Ask him to just whatever in your own way. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And I want us all to say this. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that you died for me. Today, I confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. I believe you that you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Lord and Savior. From today, I decree and declare that I receive salvation and with my heart, I believe unto righteousness and with my mouth, I make confession unto salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, I pray for this once who have made a commitment to you. We ask that your hand will be upon them. Your grace will be upon them in the name of the Lord Jesus. Pray that from today the decision they've taken for Christ shall last forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Somebody give a hand clap unto the Lord. It's good to see you. You, you fulfill your promise. So after the service, I'll pray for you. And I'll tell you something. Amen. The man I met on when we went out for the evangelism, he promised to come. God bless you. I want you to follow this man. And uh, uh, he'll come back and join us. Let's give them a big follow, 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 follow. Let's give a big hand clap. Thank you very much. Somebody give a Lord a shout and a praise. Ah, praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of Let's just lift up our voice and just thank God for the lives of people. Thank God for yourself. Thank God for saving you. Thank Him. Just lift up your voice and just thank Him that the resurrection power will be available to you this morning. Lift up your voice and just thank Him for the life of internal life that we have received. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord.